Hey y'all, welcome back to Singing in the Middle with Abby Pags. I'm Abby Pagrzynski. Um, this week I wanted to share some thoughts about being a guest conductor at a choral festival or clinic or um, some sort of maybe honor choir event um, and just kind of share some thoughts and ideas about that. Um, I actually experienced my first opportunity to be a guest conductor last week. I was at a, an area choral fest that had um, six or seven schools join um, and it wasn't like a, an honors fest necessarily. It was just like everyone kind of came and um, was a part of it and it was really a great experience. Um, as you guys know, I teach middle school primarily and that's kind of the whole point of this uh, podcast. But this choral festival was for high school. So I think I can still share thoughts that will be applicable to both. But just putting that out there that it might be a little bit different um, in that case. So I was asked to be a part of this choral festival in January. And I didn't do it until the end of October. So quite a lot of time to kind of mull some stuff over. Do some score study. um, All that great stuff to be prepared. And I was really thankful for that time, especially over the summer. I did a lot of work preparing that in that time over my fall break, especially as we were getting closer. Um, so I obviously as the sooner you can get asked, the better, especially if you're a new, new person to it. I definitely would probably would not have said yes if I knew I didn't have all that time. Cause that just, the time made me feel a lot more comfortable. I still had to be convinced a little bit to be a part of it because I'm a fifth year teacher. So I, I'm still pretty new to the game and I just, I never feel like I am qualified to do anything. And I'm sure lots of us feel that way. And if you didn't know that lots of us feel that way, maybe that will be reassuring to you because every time I'm asked to like do anything, I'm just like, I don't think I know what I'm doing. You should probably ask somebody else. And it's just not true. We really need to give ourselves a little more credit where credit is due and um, just have a little more confidence because, um, you know, I wouldn't say that I was like the perfect guest conductor. I don't know if anyone ever would. Um, There's always hindsight and I'm like, man, I really wish I would have done that, you know, and time just gets away from you. But I think I really did a nice job and I think I connected with a lot of students and, and made an impact on them and that's really the goal of it. So... I just, I want to preach a little bit about not selling yourself short because I do it all the time and I'm sure there's other people who are either younger than me or older than me or the same age as me who do the same thing. So uh, I think just believe in yourself and kind of push yourself out of your comfort zone to do stuff like this because I'm really happy I did. I think that this is going to open some doors for me for some other choral events and I think obviously every time I do one I'm going to improve and get better at my time management and planning and stuff so um, I'm just really happy I pushed myself to do this and so if you're one of those people that's kind of in between I'm telling you do it do it do it do it Um, some other thoughts about it so this event since it was a high school choral fest um, it was really interesting because I was not teaching any of the music to my own choirs And that was weird for me because, you know, when you're teaching a song, you are fully engulfed in the song. And it's way different to do score study on your own and like sitting down at the piano or sitting down and just singing the song and singing each part and playing the parts together and whatever, listening to recordings, doing whatever you want to do. Um, But when you teach it to students, you, you learn it in a whole new way. And so I got very nervous beforehand, just worrying that I was not learning it as much as I wanted to because I wasn't teaching it to my own kids. Um, so just, I don't know, keep that in mind. If, if the voicing will work for your choirs or maybe they have 
voicings that um, are the same song but voiced for different choirs, maybe you can at least teach a song or two to your group um, if it's not the same music because that just like put me in a panic. Now, luckily, I did know it well enough and it was okay. Um, but had I um, taught even just one actually there was one that I'd already taught before so maybe a different one to my own kids at the same time I think I would have just felt a lot more comfortable especially with that one piece because you guys know just teaching a piece it shows where all the problems lie you really get fully engulfed in the song you have to know all your parts and of course I knew my parts for the other group but it's just different I don't know I don't know how to explain it and I think um, if you're a choir director you understand and you get it but that was one thing that I, I wish I would have taught more of the pieces to my own choir, even if I would have had to pick a different voicing. Although, then you get to the, the problems of, like, you're learning a baritone part rather than a tenor bass part. So, I don't know, maybe it was better not to, but just, again, sharing my thoughts about that. Another thing that um, I think I'm going to be better at next time is just my time management. Um, I, I got through everything I needed to. And I had planned, I, you know, I set up a, a sheet of how much time I wanted to spend on each thing. And no, I did not follow that to the minute whatsoever. And I knew that I wouldn't because until I got there, I, I needed to know where the problems were going to be. I had some ideas, but you don't really know until you are there with the big group. Um, I just had so many more plans of things I wanted to do. And just time, time gets away from you so quickly. And I, I'd heard that before and, and witnessing a choral fest, I knew that it does, or I know that it does, but you just don't even realize it until you're in front of the group. So I would just, I don't know, really try to plan for the lack of time and, and just prioritize things that you know you need to do. Cause I feel like some of the songs I ended up running once with the choir and like working on like two phrasing things and then not running it again until the final run through before the concert. So it was just like a weird, um, time thing. Whereas another song, like we spent lots of time on cause I, that one was harder. So we spent a lot more time on it, but we almost spent more time just reviewing notes than we did like making it musical. So again, just kind of having a plan for when things go awry like that, I think will be really, really helpful. You probably hear this from everyone who does a choral festival. Um, but be you. Don't try to be the choral director that clinicked a festival that you were a part of in high school. I mean, you can be inspired by them, but use your own personality. I tried to be myself as much as I could, um, and I, I'm i a goofy person, and I kind of inserted, you know, weird comments here and there, and that connected with kids, and I, I mean, it just is going to, as long as you are not a robot and you're showing your true personality and showing your feelings, you know, I was trying to have them connect to songs and some of them were funny and some of them were more serious and I would, you know, really try to portray that as much as I could, but still be myself at the same time. I ate some, I dinner with um, some of the students in the festival and they made a comment about how this year went by really fast. And I was like, oh, I hope that's a good thing. You know, I hope you guys had a good time. And they're like, oh no, every year that it goes by fast, it means that the person was really good. And I was like, oh, well, thank you. You know, and that means a lot because if the kids are having a good time and enjoying themselves, that means these four hour rehearsals, which obviously are broken up with breaks and stuff, are not feeling like they're dragging on forever. And that's huge. So I took that as a big win for me because you know you're worried about what the kids how they perceive you and if they're connecting with you and 
Um, obviously that was only a couple of students, but that went a long way in my book. So I think being yourself and being comfortable, um, is huge and, and it just, the kids can tell and they, they appreciate it when you're sharing your own personality. I think something that we did really well at this choral festival, and this is um, kudos to Tess Byers, who um, kind of led and organized this for us. Um, we picked our soloists before the day of, and I'm sure lots of people have figured that out, that if there are songs with solos, it is nearly impossible to spend time auditioning students. That's just like not going to happen. But thankfully with technology, um, all the solos that we I wanted to have as true solos, I told the directors beforehand. Some of them I turned into um, small ensembles. So how we handled that was if it was a solo, you sent in one to two solo auditions via MP3 recording or a video or whatever and emailed them to me. Um, and then I picked a week beforehand so they knew that they were going to be the soloist and they could practice with it so they had time, which was also a really good benefit. If it was a descant, then I just told the, the teachers to take time and pick one to two students from each school for this descant or for this small ensemble. And then that day of, they just got put into a bigger group of, you know, six to ten students total. And they were, I didn't audition them at all. I just let them be the group. And I kind of put total faith in the directors and that turned out to be just fine. Um, so that's how I would handle that in the future. I think that was a great use of technology and a great way to do that. Um, and I don't know, it just saved me a ton of time. Like I can't even imagine, you know, I already talked about how I ran out of time. I can't even imagine having to have spent time auditioning students too. Like we just, we wouldn't have done it. I don't even know how we could have done that. Um, so especially if you have a shorter afternoon, I was set from 1 PM to 5 PM was our only rehearsal time. So if it's especially short, I would try to save time that way. One thing that I hadn't really gotten used to until that day, and I wouldn't say I'm super used to it now anyway, um, was conducting and performing in such a big space. Um, the school we were at, the stage wouldn't hold all of us, um, so we ended up being in a gym, and that just created problems that I hadn't even thought about like the kids not being able to hear the piano because it was such a big space. We had to make sure we had it mic'd and big speakers um, so they could really hear it, especially in the back rows. Um, they had a really hard time hearing each other. There was a time where I um, had them stand in circles and parts just because it was a tougher song. And it was such a huge section that even standing in a circle, it was still hard to hear. Um, so kind of splitting them into even smaller circles of the same section. Um, so there's just a lot with the space that I hadn't even really thought about because usually my room is small or we're on an auditorium. So it's like meant for that. Um, so being in a gym was just a little bit different for me too. And finally, this may be the most obvious, but also probably the most important is if you are, um, clinicking or conducting your first festival, be prepared. And obviously that's going to be everyone's first instinct is to do lots and lots of score studying and, and getting prepared in that way. And I highly recommend taking lots of time to just like, I don't know, soak it all in. <laughs> There's just so much to do. And that's huge when you don't know something or you're not confident not only are, is that going to show in your behavior, but the kids are going to be able to tell that too, um, probably pretty quickly. Um, I spent so much time learning the notes, but also thinking about deeper stuff, you know, really trying to get past notes and, 
and doing phrasing and thinking about dynamics and changing the dynamics. And I looked up, you know, videos to see about simple choreography that I could add to some of it, not anything crazy, but just to kind of liven things up and, and keep it exciting for the kids. Um, I also try to look up like the meaning and the history and everything of every song. We did a, a little shop medley and I might be just bad anyway because I'd never seen Little Shop of Horrors. So I spent time and I like rented the movie and I watched it all the way through and like that might seem obvious to some people but that made a huge difference because I'm like I actually understand the plot and the storyline and how this fits and who sings what and all that stuff. So again I think just spending a lot of time getting to know your pieces not just the notes but everything um, so you can portray and, and talk about that information with the kids then that's big because I also asked my kids about the little shop thing I said you know raise your hand if you've seen this movie or seen the musical and maybe like a third of the kids had so I mean I'm sure maybe some of the teachers talked about it too but if I had not told them what it was about or in particular like that song who was singing it and how that fit in the story like they might have never understood that connection and even though I'm a stranger to them like I at least made that song more impactful for them I think that's super important um so again maybe really obvious to prepare your butt off but that made a huge difference because I did that I was more confident I you know I just did things a lot better because I had spent so much time um preparing so those are just my thoughts about my first time conducting a choral festival, guest conducting a choral festival. Um, it was a very fun experience. Yes, it caused me a lot of stress and anxiety because I was very nervous beforehand, but I'm so happy that I pushed myself to do it. And again, if you are one of those people that's newer or not new to the field and you still haven't done one or you're just worried about it or whatever, um, we can all do it. And I think it would make you would be happy doing it and you would get so much out of it. It was such a huge learning experience for me, hopefully just as much as it was for the kids too. Um, so I think do it if you haven't. And if you have, I would love to hear your thoughts about guest conducting a choral festival or an honors choir or whatever you've experienced. Um, and I'm excited to have my second and my third and my fourth experience with that, hopefully, um, so I can get better and better as we go. So thanks for listening this week. Um, reach out to me if you have any topic ideas or any just things to share with me. I love to hear from you. Um, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcast. And I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to Singing in the Middle with Abby Peggs.